Hey, welcome to the Play, Move, Improve podcast. You're listening to Robin Papworth. I'm a mum of three little ones, an exercise physiologist, developmental educator and early learning speaker. I'll be empowering you to set up engaging play activities to improve children's development, health and learning outcomes. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me on the Play Move Improve podcast. Today I have Jamie from Unbound Homeschooling who I saw on Instagram and I just love all of your posts, Jamie. So thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. It's so lovely to be here. My pleasure. So I'm just going to firstly ask you all about your brand, Unbound Homeschooling, for people who haven't followed you yet on Instagram. So it's just all about um, I started um, this branding because we didn't quite fit into like the mainstream lifestyle anyway. Um, we kind of have always lived our lives completely, I guess, unbound from society's expectations of how we should live and how we should educate. So yeah, that, that, that name just sort of sat well with me. And, um, and now, yeah, I'm just providing some resources and support for Australian homeschoolers, regardless of, at the, of the stage that they're at. So um I'm taking a particular focus right now on people who are just, you know, thinking about it or just about to start out or um, just sort of are in this place of I don't know what to do. Um, so I'm just, you know, really focusing on those mums at the moment. But I also, you know, provide some support and resources for those of us who have been doing this for a while. So, I love yeah. that. And you have been doing it for a while. So tell us a story about how you got started in the yeah. homeschooling world. Okay. So my I have two children and they're 10 years apart. So my daughter um, has finished school now. She's 17. And um, so she started out homeschooling and then she went to school for a couple of years and then just basically begged to come back to um, back to homeschooling. Um, But I had just had my son who uh, was born with a genetic condition and um, required quite a lot of um, medical needs um, and surgery at 10 months and and things like that. So I quite wasn't ready to take on that leap. I was quite busy with my my son, but it became apparent that it was sort of necessary for her mental health. So we we brought her home and, and... I want to say we never looked back, but I know she she did do a little stint in year seven. She wanted to give year seven a go. Um, you know, she would say she found herself in those two years she was at home school, like during um, school at home. And yeah, she was like, no, I think I want to give high school a go, you know, watching TVs and things like that. Like she just felt like she didn't want to miss out on that. And yeah, she didn't make it very long before. Um yeah, she just did not like it. So, um, and then she never went back. Whereas my son, he's never gone into care at all. He's never been to daycare or preschool or anything like that. And he's seven and a half. Um, so he's- what does your day look like? So uh, obviously um, being Play Move Improve, I have a lot of preschool age people listening right now. What, what does it look like for a little preschooler at home? What does your day look like? Um, it, my day is really, really flexible. So we just kind of go with the flow of living. That's sort of our homeschool philosophy, really like life gives plenty of opportunities 
for lessons. So Absolutely. The, the, the traditional sense of school, like what we would call book work or things like that, um, we do try to do that as often as possible. And it, it can kind of get to life's natural seasons on how often we will do that um, because we do just mostly focus on life and, and living. But so I guess if I was to capture a day, it would just be, you know, I get morning quiet time, so does my son, and then we'll play and he'll learn through like different types of games or activities or a dance party or, you know, anything like that. Then we might do some book work or go out, hang out with some friends now. Um, we've just gotten some new friends recently, so we've been hanging out with them quite a lot. Um, and also recently we've been doing a lot of therapies. So we uh, live out in the country, so we have long drives to get to therapies and we've been doing that three times a week um, for, since July. So it's been pretty hectic living in this mm. life season for the last few months of all of our appointments and and specialist appointments and hospital visits and therapies and things like that. Um, so it's hard to sort of, we don't have that life where we're just at home doing the same thing every day. That's not how we live, let alone um, how we homeschool. So it's it's pretty hard to capture like no, what a typical right. day is because every single day is different. But And it's my naivety, to be honest, because I see some families where they're very structured with their homeschooling curriculum and then some yeah. are more play-based, as you're saying. Yeah. Uh, it nearly sounds Montessori, life skills-based yeah. is, is what you're doing, which is amazing. It's amazing that you have that flexibility. And, of course, being a special needs mum, that would be tricky having extra yes. appointments that you know most of us don't have so yeah. it gives you that flexibility yeah. it sounds like yes definitely that's that's the, that's the best thing about um homeschooling is that it's just so flexible it's exactly what you make it if you have that life already where you can have that structure um and that then go for it you know if you don't have that life it gives you that freedom to just i guess live and learn as you go I guess well, absolutely um, and you do yeah. learn through play and through life skills yeah. uh, that's beautiful yeah. what would be the main three tools that you use to keep you on check like is there a three um, main games that you play at the moment every day is there three resources in the home like I'm, I'm guessing you when you're saying life skills it might be around the kitchen you might have one of your resources what would be the three main tools or resources that you would have to keep your kids engaged and, and keep it all flowing beautifully um, so we're currently doing like a season of like a lot of OT stuff, um, which really drew me to what you were doing because we're trying to get um, hit my son to have a bit more core um, and fine motor skills developed. Um, so, you know, we're doing a lot of balance beaming. We're doing a lot of um, circuiting to um, memorize things and improve cognition and, and, um, and things like that. So we're doing that. And I also do a lot of outsourcing. So we have, um, you know, our English and that is all done online and that keeps him engaged and he'll have a, a ball that he'll sit on to bounce on or, you know, things like that. So, um, yeah, those would be, and then of course the planner that I have will just keep me in check with where I'm up to, where I've got to go and our progress, um, those three would be the main 
things that so we're as doing. a community you have access to online support because you know saying you're in the country that must be tricky do you have online support for key topics that your children are interested in is that how it sort of works um no not really it's not really like it's just um what uh resources are available so um our english and maths is an is is an american program that we use um and then i supplement the maths things um that you know don't match up but um yeah there's no it's just what you what each individual homeschooler provides if they provide something out to the community um but there's no central place or places you can go um that are like homeschooling focused yeah 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 well, thank you you're just opening me up to a whole new world so <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm glad I'm so glad one of the help. one of the benefits would be flexibility what would be a you know two or three more benefits on top of that of of having a homeschooling setup um I guess like yeah like ease of life like mm-hmm. um I've been talking to a lot of people and they're just like yeah I hate school run. And I was like, oh, I forgot about the school run. Like <laughs> lunch boxes. Have, lunch boxes, that early morning, like <laughs> frantic life and uh, after school, frantic, you know, none of that happens every day. Like we're just, you know, we're pretty stable. Of course we have our like meltdowns and things like that, but like our days are pretty stable. We're all together and then we all have our own times apart as well. Um so, yeah, so I think I, I think ease of life is just such a huge benefit because you don't have those, I guess, what I would, what I remember it being like, it's like a roller coaster day. I don't, I don't really have that. Um, it's just ease all the way through. Um, oh, beautiful. Yeah. And I guess another um, uh, benefit is, you know, um, so, yeah, so flexibility, ease of life and just, being able to just be there with your kids, seeing them for who they are, and then being able to help them where they're at because you're with them all the time rather than having to hear from the therapist or the school about where you should be, like, tailoring their needs or where, you know, hearing from them, you're literally hearing from your child and being able to, um, I guess, use that mother instinct that we all have Mm, to go oh actually over here we need to go over here now we need to shift our focus over here and and things like that so yeah I would think those three things are the main benefits definitely that I have found as a a special needs mom for sure yeah I love that amazing are there any challenges that you would face that we wouldn't already face (laughs) yeah I think, you know, there are definite days where I just like, it would be so much easier if he was in school Uh, and I could have that six hours of like calm. Mum time. Yeah, mum time or just, you know, (laughs) without the, all of the things, you know, like that come with being, um, you know, a a parent with a child that needs that extra care and support. Um, But yeah, I think, I felt that even with my neurotypical child, <laughs> like yeah, I think yeah. regardless, like, you know, I know that with um, extra needs, like you've, it's, it's, it's different, but it is similar in the same sense as well. Um, so I know that that it wouldn't work for us because then again, our ease of life would be worse because then there'd mm. be meltdowns before and after school and it would just not work. Um 
for that ease of life and calm, you know, um, all the time, as much as possible, you know. So, um, yeah, you, I feel like definitely, you know, that break is important um, and that break does help, like would, um, would definitely help me. But, yeah, I think, like I was saying, if it didn't, if, if I did put him in school, then I think it would be even worse and I feel like I would need the break even more. Simply because I just don't know where he's at, you know, in his day, like is his cup too full and now we're going to have meltdowns is, you know, or um, has he not had enough stimulation and that's why we're having meltdown, you know, like, cause I haven't been with him all day. So I feel like I wouldn't have that connection with him. So therefore I feel like it would just, I would feel that even worse. And then school holidays, you know, and then the weekends, it just, you know, that mm. constant change. I just don't think that, yeah, I think definitely that, um, even though, you know, that six hour break is appealing five days a week, <laughs> uh, I think, you know, the ease of life of every day, um, rather than five days a week is, is, is better for me anyway. Um, and the, I don't know what other challenges I have to be honest. Um, that's good. I really That's good don't if you don't have is. any other ones. I really don't think there is another <laughs> challenge. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Because what would what advice would you give to a family who are starting out or a family who are feeling? Because I know, especially um, we're down here in Melbourne. Mm. <laughs> um, we may have been enjoying uh, having the children home doing remote learning. And we might like to advance that or to follow through with that. Where would you recommend they start, or what would you advice would you give to a, a family just starting out? So someone who's just starting out, I would just, you know, like to encourage and remind you to just take it slow. So if your child's already been in school, like there is this process of, you know, sort of de-schooling, I guess, and also de-schooling yourself to understand that, you know, homeschooling isn't necessarily school at home. You know, you don't certainly do not need to take six hours, five days a week to be teaching your one or two child um, children like that, that's just way too long. And that will just create just absolute chaos in the home. So just, you know, learning that this is process when you bring your kids home, even if you have been in lockdown and, you know, been doing remote learning, it's still going to feel a little bit different, um, because now you're providing all of the, the, um, lessons and things rather than the teacher. Um, so, yeah, just to sort of slow it down, you know, it's not a race. Um, it's just, it's, you know, I actually believe it's more of a lifestyle. So, you know, kind of thinking like instead of, you know, we have this imagery in our head of like what it, what it's like to live in the city and what it's like to live in the country. And it's kind of like if you were to imagine city life is kind of like school life or mainstream busy. schooling. Busy, busy, busy. You're always doing this. you got to do this, you know, on the go homeschooling is more like living in the country you kind of just you slow it down you ease into it and it's just a, a whole different lifestyle and you know if you have that imagery in your head you know it might help those days um and that time where it's just it's feeling a bit too much it um, yeah. And so I guess to start out, um, you know, every state in Australia has different rules and things like that. So I guess it's really important to know um, 
you know, your legal requirements in, mm-hmm. in the state that you're at. It's, it's completely legal to homeschool and it's an option in every state in Australia. So it doesn't matter where you are, you are allowed to homeschool. Um, so I do provide some, um, I just finished, I'm just finishing up actually on Thursday, uh, series one on this entire topic. Um, Love it. So there's heaps of, um, there's uh, four blog posts out at the moment. Um, one of them will go into the whole registering uh, registering process and things like that for every state. So there's heaps of resources on, um, and I'm not trying to plug um, no, no, website, no, this is, this is why this I invited you on. <laughs> no, I invited you on for this reason. It was It's because I honestly have families who they're messaging me, telling me that they're on that brink. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought, well, this is a great opportunity to give them a podcast of, of reality. You know, you're sharing yeah. your beautiful story authentically. No, it's, mm. it's not about marketing. Yeah, no, definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> definitely no, not. I just happened to finish this series. It's my very it. first series. And I just, you know, to, to save uh, time here. Yeah, this would um, be amazing because I know that some families are feeling and I, I do know some families have loved the remote learning journey. Yeah. Some families are feeling nervous about their children going back to school. Of course, down here, we've got a lot of COVID cases popping yeah. up in certain regions. So I really yeah. felt like today we need to give them, not pushing them either either direction, yeah. but no, definitely give not. them an honest option, give them yeah. an honest experience. And um, I, yeah, thank you for that. Because I think it's really important that we show them where to go because we wouldn't know where the curriculum is or is yeah. there a curriculum we yeah. would if I was to start it I'd have no idea where to go so yeah. that's why yeah please plug your series <laughs> please tell me more it's um, well, great yeah um so uh there's four blog posts out one like I said was on the re- um registering one is on the um like you're saying the curriculum like what is the difference between a curriculum outsourcing and finding your own resources um and there's a different um I'm completely having a mind blank as to what the other four are on but I've also just done a video where I spoke to two other um homeschool mums who collectively all together we have 30 years of um, homeschooling experience, which is a massive amount of, um, of wisdom. It, it was such a beautiful uh, video and that's currently out. Um, that's part five of this series um, is on YouTube now. Um, yeah. So part one is my top five things to do and consider before you start. Um, and then what's the difference between distance education and homeschooling um, and then registering and then curriculums and then yes this discussion so that's what the series is all about um and I hope that it you know it's not aimed to try to make you or like for or like you know provide that oh you should be homeschooling because that's not Mm -hmm. what I'm about it's it's about you know helping those who are sort of you know wondering what this is is this what I want and then reading it or watching it to know actually I do or actually I don't want that so that's yeah absolutely and I think it's important for families to know that there's an all different world out there I think it's really for us access to technology has made things like this possible it's made learning different for different children so one of my kids has loved the remote learning being on the laptop my other child is like no get me back to school I think yeah. it's really important as what you've done, you've really followed the personality and the needs of the child. And I think yeah. that's what us mums need to do rather than what society yeah. thinks we should do or exactly. what my parents think I should do. Exactly. It's beautiful if you go, well, yeah. what are the needs of the children? Where do they 
feel at their best. Yeah. And it's amazing that you've done that. So I yeah. really want to thank you and send you a big hug through my computer. Oh, hug, 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 hug. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I'd like to thank everyone who's been listening to this podcast. It's all about homeschooling and I love the way that you've done it, Jamie. It's beautiful. Oh, uh, to find so Jamie, much. please go to Unbound Homeschooling on Instagram and check out that YouTube video so you can find some more interesting facts about homeschooling. Thank you so much for today, Jamie. I really oh, appreciate thank it. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it as well. We'll talk soon. Definitely. Take care. Thank you. You have been listening to Robin Papworth, exercise physiologist, developmental educator, speaker, author, mum of three from Play, Move, Improve. If you have enjoyed our content, please leave a review on iTunes, Spotify or on our website, playmoveimprove.com.au. Have a great day.